Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Path. <laughs> oh, what is up, everybody? It is Froth here, Thought Eater Podcast, Thought Eater Blog. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening. Kitty's here. Happy Friday. Kitty, say hello. <laughs> oh, well, I've got a review for y'all and a terrible pun because it's a whale of a review. Oh, groan. I'm talking about the doctor, Dr. Jonathan Newell's genial Jack. And uh, if you listen to Hump Day Bloggerama, you've heard me talk about the doc's blog, the Bearded Devil blog, and some of the amazing maps they've done for their home setting of Hex. And also been talking about this product, Genial Jack. And what's this all about? Well, Jack is this gigantic whale. So huge, in fact, that there are different uh, cultures and ancestries and towns and cities on top of it and inside it. And so this whale goes from place to place, kind of picking up people uh, people and everything as it goes along. And so it's a campaign setting. Uh, the whale is. Yeah, it's creative. Did I mention that? Highly creative. The other thing it is, it's filled with amazing artwork. Uh, Dr. Jonathan Newell's stuff all throughout it, and cover art by Bronwyn McIver. Looks fantastic. Now this is for 5th edition, which might seem a little bit surprising, because it seems like something you might see from the OSR, or Neo-OSR at least, due to its fanciful weirdness but it is 4 5e it has a bunch of like uh, ancestries that you can play uh statted out for 5e that are really good and kind of um have a nautical theme like the jelly folk you know or the octopoids and it breaks down all the different kind of regions in and on this whale uh, with some encounter ideas and different locations within, and it kind of develops the setting. So it's I expected this to maybe be kind of zine-sized, but I'm glad it's not. It's kind of a larger saddle-stitched book, and that allows uh, the artwork to really shine. If it was a zine, this stuff would be you know too small to really appreciate, I would think. Now, this came out on Paolo Greco's Lost Pages label, which is kind of like... I was trying to think of an analogy. They're kind of like the 4AD of, uh, of RPG labels, you know. Uh, you know, 4AD to the great early Cocteau Twins and Pixie stuff. And uh, you might know Lost Pages from things like Macchiato Monsters and Cathonic uh, uh, Codex and uh, Wonders and Wicked, Wonder and Wickedness and a bunch of other kind of weird, esoteric, different stuff. Anyway... Um, yeah, so this would be a really, really cool setting, and uh, it is a cool setting. And Dr. Jonathan Newell's artwork, it it just takes me back to my youth. It reminds me a lot of Shel Silverstein, and I, I don't know if kids even read this stuff anymore, but uh, Lie in the Attic, Where the Sidewalk Ends, these kind of weird poetry books were stuff that I carried everywhere when I was younger, and, and, and the artwork has that same kind of fanciful semi-humorous um, kind of weirdness to it that uh, that, I, that I always loved. And so I just really responded to it. And the, the kind of cartography and map work and stuff is just utterly breathtaking in this. 
So is it worth picking up? Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's complete. Now, I know they're working on a, a volume two, so this is going to be part of a series. So what is it missing? The main thing I would say it's missing is a good bestiary because while uh, some of the monsters it mentions, like a catoblopus and stuff, you can just take out of a, you know, take out of another book and easily transfer in. If you had to stat up something like a, a polypoid or a selachian, which are kind of like a, a shark, like a shark person, um, that's a little much to ask a, G a GM to do on the fly. So I'd like to see a bestiary eventually, and then I'd also like to see a equipment list specific to this world. Um, and uh, but if I had those two things, really. Um, statted out creatures and, and some ideas of a uh, equipment list. Uh, this would be a heck of a setting that you could not only just uh, use by itself, almost as like a weird mega dungeon or something, but you could easily port it into any you know high fantasy sort of setting um, because it just kind of floats in between the continents. So you could use what you're already using and say, hey, genial Jack just pulled up. Let's let's do this for a little while. All in all, it's one of the most creative, weird settings that I've seen, maybe ever. And, uh, you know, every time you think there can't be anything uh, completely unique, somebody comes along with a, uh, a campaign setting on and inside a gigantic whale. So, anyway, kudos to Jonathan Newell, Paolo Greco, um, Bronwyn McIver for this one. Very unique, and I'll be looking forward to the next issue. So, anyway, that's what I got for you. I know I went slightly over five minutes, but anyway, it is what it is. Hope you're doing well. Email me, frothsoft at gmail.com. Check out the blog, Thought Eater blog, frothsoftdnd.blogspot.com. Message me on the Anchor app or anchor.fm forward slash thought eater. Only a dollar a month to support the program. Thanks to folks already doing so at patreon.com forward slash thought eater. Gotta go. Let's go, Logan. Oh, uh, last thing too. Thought eater blog. I got links up to where you can buy this stuff. If you're overseas from me, the lost pages store site, uh, PDF at drive through and, uh, exalted funeral here in the States. All right, Logan commence with the beat. <laughs> Sickly platypus, a psychic grenade Zeroing in on your mental trade Gonna help you escape from the grind Thought eater gonna blow your mind